And folks, here we are. Welcome to another edition of Talking During Movies. I am honored. It is, it's with great excitement and anticipation that our guest today, she's, I mean, she's got a lot going on. She's stuck up in, in Wisconsin, but she's getting back home. And the reason she's stuck in Wisconsin is not just helping out her dad, but she's doing something with the Houdini family. There's just, there's, there's so much going on. I, I'm not even going to try to put it in and encapsulate it except for the fact that this is going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. Tamara, please introduce yourself. Tell people where they can find you on social, uh, how they can oh. engage you, all those things. Yes, uh, I'm Mystic Tamara Springer Gleason. I have to keep the Springer in there so my, you know, high school friends can find me if they want to party. Right? You gotta, you gotta put that on there. Um, but I'm Mystic Tamara Gleason. I grew up in the crazy, wonderful state of Wisconsin, in the Northwoods, and uh, I have a. Sh I'm a co-host now to a brand new show, uh, uh, show out of Blog Talk Radio called The Ryan Lindsay Show, which we have a lot of guests on Paranormal Mystic. I do readings talk about hypnotherapy, ancient civilizations, all my work in the paranormal field all these 22 years. So it's, it's fun. It's been a mystical lifestyle, but with these crazy new ways of having to do things, I'm having to learn technology on a quantum level. <laughs> so it's so nice to be working. You know, today we're working, right? We yeah. got to live in the dream. Right. So uh, we're li and getting to watch Weird Science, and it's one of my favorite movies, and I haven't watched it in a you long time. Watched it in a long time. Oh, long time, but I bet I could quote it. <laughs> I bet I could still quote it. My friends and I used to watch this like every day, and you know, you got my movie list. You know, that oh, was yeah. very hard. That was very hard because I think uh, movies are definitely therapy. You know. They make you laugh, they make you cry. So, gotta love the movies. That's right. I mean, now the movie you picked for us to talk over today and go ahead and hit play and all that jazz if you haven't already. And um, what is, what's the movie that you've picked for us to, uh, to talk over today? Weird Science with Weird Anthony Science. Michael Ball. And yes, it's, it's kind of date myself, but I'm okay. I'm okay with my age. But uh, this, this movie was popular when I was in high school. And uh, I think it just reaches the masses. You know, there's a lot of real science in it, to be honest. It's, and it's a lot of laughs. It's very yeah, interesting, right? I mean, a lot of laughs, but it is this, this duplicitous role that humanity keeps putting itself in, which is one, trying to find acceptance. And instead right. of, you know, accepting you first, you want to find acceptance right. from the people that someone has told you you need acceptance from. And then there's that embarrassment and growth and then, you know, what the movies always evolve out of, and I don't know that we necessarily do as people, but then it's, you know, it's this attitude of, oh, we've got science, we've got this, so we have an aspect or an element of control over somebody right. or something, right? right? And obviously, you know, no spoiler alert, they let go of the control, but <laughs> it's also interesting in the fact that, uh, you know, at least my first question for you here is, you know, they, they build a doll, Right, and they're like, "This is how it's going to be," and we're going to pull all these parts together, and then boom, LeBrock shows up, just like that, manifest like that, right? You know, I mean, I wanted to do certain things with my life, so I went to school and I did X, Y, and Z, and poof, magically appears my career and my life. How right. does one do what you do? How do you find out that you can do it? How do you train? I mean, there's not, you know, it's, it's not like there's a plumber school for you guys. You're like, all right, today we're working on readings. <laughs> right. Where's Hogwarts when you need yeah, it? Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly. Um, 
want to go to Hogwarts, want to go to Hogwarts, babe. Um, first of all, um, I grew up with it, right? Um, I was born and raised in a little, you know, little area of Native American sacred sites and effigy bounds, just like in the scary movies, right? But these places were marked to be portals where they say that the veils are thinner, right? And we had many, many, many paranormal experiences, my family and I, as a young child, instantly when we moved out there. And I was only three when we moved out there, but that's my first memories of, of starting to have very strange experiences. But it wasn't just me, it was my whole family having experiences and neighbors having experiences in this very, what, what the Ho-Chunk, um, our friends and teachers, that some of our scholars, right? Mm -hmm. The Ho-Chunk Indians that are formerly Winnebago Indians um, that my, taught my ancestors, shared a lot about these times with us. And uh, that has been some of our wonderful teachers. It carried on with learning Reiki, a Japanese healing form like Mr. Miyagi, another okay. movie, you know, wax on, wax off, as well as learning several modalities in the field of hypnotherapy. So I learned from a wonderful uh, teacher, international instructor. She's on the other side now, so I talk to her often. Charlene Ackerman. So that with paranormal researchers, quantum physicists, Egyptologists, you know, tromping around the country at all these amazing portals. And I think I've been to like 28 states wow. um, doing this work with my sister. Thank goodness. You know, I came here into the world with a, another mystic sister, Donette Cook. So we've had quite the adventure and met a, an incredible amount of people along the way. And that's, that's one of our main ministries, so to speak, or our main messages that we received that just continues to get validated over and over and over is you're another me. We are all one. Mm -hmm. and there is no red carpet in the afterlife, right? We're all stars here. And, and with that, being able to work with so many stars that, you know, just shine their light the brightest, right? And some stars we learned shine so bright they fizzle up too fast, right? When you sure. overwork yourself as a star. And I think we can all relate to that. Um, trying to hustle, you know, money talks, you know. Um, if you've looked at my Facebook page or, or anything. Everybody knows Donette and I are huge ACDC fans. <laughs> Why? Because it was one of the first, first aha moments, if you will, while working with our spirit guides of there is no division in between us. And spirits started coming through with the song because we were working with uh, um, shaman of the Thunderbird clan of the Winnebago, which is the chief spiritual clan. And the song Thunderstruck started coming through for Ooh. us every time we'd work with them. Every time Spirit came through with the message of what I had to do, and it's a long story, it's being formatted in a book, um, of how we found God, you know, through, you know, found that we are, you are another me through this concept. We're all at different levels of learning, okay? And what might be true today might be a lie tomorrow. We, we digest this knowledge, but truth always rings as truth, right? It vibrates, we get the goosebumps, we're like, yes, yes. So with what's going on in the world right now, there's the frequency of lies in the atmosphere, right? It's a low density, it's a low density frequency, so it confuses us. So that's where we have to learn to go within and go, you know what, I have to just listen to my truth. Mm -hmm. and allow everybody to have their own. And that's what I, 
I'm jumping on board the mystic train right now to just get this message out to as many people as possible through our own podcast that we started on, you know, randomly on 9-11, not by accident, because there's divine timing in the universe. Mm -hmm. And we just want to spread our love and light and fun and talk about stuff. Ryan is, a, you know, who you talked with, was my college roommate in oh, the wow. early 90s. Yeah. And he was a chief of police for many years. And when I said, hey, Ryan, what can we do? Because he was a broadcast student in Minneapolis, and I was an art student. And in the late 80s, early 90s, when the Gulf War started. So we remember a lot of, you know, the crazy that started way back then, you know. And it's just, you know, him, a police officer now, and everything that did happen in Minneapolis was in our neighborhood. That was the target we both worked at as roommates. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. That was our old stomping grounds. And uh, we watched Weird Science in our apartment many times. So it's just everything has fallen in alignment. There's a lot of life reflection, a lot of soul reflection right now. And we like that memory of when we were at our young age, right? When, thing, when we were innocent to the world and just ready to, to eager to start anew, right? Sure. I think we're all, no matter what the age, it, what I've experienced with my clients and is we're all just in this eager experience for something new, but we're uncertain. And that's where we can just be like, what do you want to create? You know, you want to create a woman, you know, <laughs> do you want to create, you know, do you want to create, you know, a big pile of goo sitting in your kitchen with flies swarming around it? You know, our, your thoughts are things, you know, and I just love this movie choice because it just really embodies what it's like to be a mystic, a co-creator of our reality, understanding that our word is our wand. We can put bras on our heads and it'll be <laughs> ceremonial, you know? I don't know how many times I've quoted this movie in my line of work. So you, you used your intuition on this one because my sister and I, anytime we flub up, we say, oh my God, we forgot to hook up the doll. Yeah. So, Kudos. Kudos. Uh, well, no, I mean, I think it's, you know, I think it's, as I said, I think it's a good, good movie for, for the times we're in now. I think it's a, a good movie in, in understanding people, in understanding the weaknesses of, 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 of where control lies and, and, where, and where it lets go, you know, and it's interesting in your line of work, you have a different area of where control lies and where you let go or don't let go. And I, and I wonder, you know, as, as you travel around and as you're helping uh, people see different things and, and, um, and understand different, different realms and different likenesses, you know, where, where are your favorite hotspots? Where are the places where you go where you really feel like you're most in touch with what's going on? Oh, I love, I love that you asked that. Well, that changes. It really does. Okay. And I am truly a traveling mystic. Okay. I'm based out of Wisconsin. I'm based at wherever I am, that's where I am, okay? Mm -hmm. um, you know, my post office box is Wisconsin, but I do travel a lot. Um, but I work a lot everywhere. I'm everywhere. <laughs> so, but one of the main portals that my sister and I discovered a few years back with the work, the spirit world brought us down there truly because we drove it down, you know, by it several times on our way to Florida, you know? We like to drive all over the country here, you know, and my sister and I, you know, we were in a book um, with unexplained research. Um, what was it? Haunted, Haunted Girl Guide to Florida. So 
So, you know, we've passed on our many journeys by Nashville, Tennessee, many times. Oh, yeah. In our tours through the South. And uh, so one of the favorite ones, that would be one of my favorite ones because there's a lot of real cool spirits there. One being, you know, Hank Williams Sr. that haunts us often. Um, and, you know, we've worked with the Williams family. He got us down there because it's such a portal of creativity. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so anytime you need to plug into your inner creator, go to Nashville. She'll treat you right. Um, stay, avoid too much whiskey. I'll tell you though, that she, or she'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but Nashville, Tennessee, Tombstone, Arizona is another PowerPoint. Uh, we call them portals or PowerPoints. I just want to get your audience um, attuned to kind of my language because it does get a little weird. Sure. Once oh. you start doing this work, mm -hmm. um, once you start doing this work, um, you start developing a language because you see all of these beautiful PowerPoints or what the Native Americans called sacred sites. They call it the world of the spirit world and our world is very thin there. So you can put your dreams out into the universe. You know, New York, there's many of them. LA, there's many of these PowerPoints. Yeah, I'm just talking United States because it's Veterans Day, right? And sure. it's, it's America it? Day. And, and real quick on, on PowerPoints, because you see this, right? And this is, you know, one of the other reasons why I bring you on is because I think there's a, this, there is a delineation here of a, of a mad rush for um, attention. And that would be what, let's say, the History Channel puts up you know, hunt, hunt for Skinwalker Ranch and ancient oh, aliens. Yeah. And, you know, and you wonder, you, you lay down and you're like, all right, how much of this is legit? And someone is actually, you know, is, it's real. And then how much of it is, oh, right, we're making a TV show. And this TV show needs right. to have, I mean, like the travel channel should just be called, hey, we're looking for fucking ghost channel. Because <laughs> that's all they do. Like the only travel they're doing is to haunted places, formerly haunted places, really, really haunted places, and places that might be haunted or are going to be haunted one day. I'm like, can I just get, you know, a nice trip to Florida? They're like, no, right. else, bitch. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Damn it. But what is, you <laughs> know, is, right. have you gone to Skinwalker Ranch or any of these, oh, I use air quotes, famous places? And I don't know how famous I've been to many, and Skinwalker Ranch is definitely on my bucket list. Okay. Um, I've been to many like it. Okay. And it, it's wonderful because I am fortunate, not by coincidence, but I am very, very fortunate to be very, very good friends and have researched with many of those people on those shows. Okay. So in, in truth, I do know that they're getting good stuff out there to the audience, good locations. We recommend just like in Chad Lewis's book, go discover them for yourself. But I can tell you as a mystic that somebody is, that is plugged in, tapped in, tuned in. Anytime you go into any of these places, you got to bring the best version of yourself. Don't be a skeptic. Just be open to receive. Mm -hmm. Call in love, light, and protection and get excited because it's fun. But anytime you do have an experience, okay, that was weird. My light just tipped over. They want you to make sure you call on your protection. There's no coincidence that just happened. That's just another day in the life for me. Okay. Um, they've been around all morning. <laughs> it's okay. It's an 1111 portal. And what our, our friends that, you know, have taught us, the shaman, anytime you're getting ready, you know, during these times, this time, when the veils are super duper thin, you want to call in 
the light. You want to lighten things up. You want to pull some sage, which I have right here. Okay. Because I have to open a portal right here where I am. And we're just okay. going to hold that now because now it won't stay steady. Um, so it, it is all these shamanic uh, tools that, you know, Donette and I have been trained in by, um, you know, ancient knowledge that's been passed down, you know, for over two ice ages in medicine yeah. lodge. Yeah, that's the other thing, yeah. right? Is, you know, and, and you, you talked about this, you know, uh, past civilizations. What are your thoughts on, I mean, I'm a firm believer in the, you know, the idea that more than likely we fucked up this planet a couple ice ages ago, flew off of it, it recovered, you know? Right. And, and, the, and the hunters, the dumb, dumb hunters that were still stuck around here, they repopulated <laughs> and it seems right to be a cycle you know and, and you got graham hancock and others that really you know think they've got a firm grasp on understanding these things where does a person in uh, in your line of work and understanding how do you see past civilizations are they in the same vein of hey that you know whittle the stick whittle the stick to sharpen on a rock or is it multiple civilizations of excess to decline, excess to decline? Right. Well, we're going to continue and we're going to continue mm -hmm. and we're going to continue. We're going to have lifetime after lifetime <laughs> after lifetime. Many people, because I am also a past life age regressionist, I've worked with so many people. I mean, I am such a junkie when it comes to this lost knowledge that when I can put them into the synambulistic level of hypnotherapy, they can tell me more than, than anybody. And I do collect all that knowledge that, you know, working with people through their readings, through their sessions. So that's been one of my best researches, um, forms of research. But what is wonderful is confirming that I'm not, this isn't anything new. <laughs> you know, the, the, it's all been done. You know, it just might be done in a modern day era where mm -hmm. we're here now, right? This is the only yeah. lifetime it really matters right now. So why are we here right now? Well, in quantum time, talking about weird science, it's all been done. Boom. God created the earth and it was good. There is no time, but energy, you know, goes in waves and, and it's just a big circle, right? Okay. okay. So with that, yes, there has been many civilizations. Yes, the earth has been here before and she holds knowledge within her right? She is the book of knowledge. You can plug into these sacred portals. You can plug into the higher realms and she'll talk to you. Well, go into these portals around the country with, you know, elders and archaeologists and, and even just some real fun people that are trying to learn to in the form of paranormal research, right? Some of them highly skilled scientists, some of them highly you know, trained military experts that can't really tell you what their position. People are searching, people are seeking. We all are trying to figure it out. Why are we here right now? But right now we are here to raise the frequency, right? That's what, you know, working with this knowledge is we've, we've had to learn wonderful tools of raising the frequency back into a higher realm. In the teachings of the Native Americans, they say like fly like the eagle above the storm. Don't look, don't swim in, in the negativity, but, but because that negativity is a false belief that 
You're not going to be able to get out. And unfortunately, many people love to dive into the drama, the low frequency, woe is me, poor me. You well, know? It's, it's, it's cyclical, right? I mean, you, you know, yeah. people like pain because it's familiar and they're not, right. they're not scared by it, right? Instead, it's just, it's, it, it is what it is. And, but you know that pain comes on Tuesday and it comes on Tuesday at three o'clock and it's there. Whereas soaring above the nonsense, the right. freedom of the wind moving you, where does it take right. you? Oh, wait, you don't know where it's going to take you. Oh, no. shit. Now you're, I mean, who do you trust? Right. Who do you talk to? And that's, and that's, a, that's a scary thing for a lot of people, right? Uh, the the well, unknown. We're all human here, having a human yeah. experience. We are not that evolved or we wouldn't be here right now, right? <laughs> the, the veils would have been thin for us and we would have came here enlightened. We're not, okay? We're, we're sitting here as two humans, me in Wisconsin, you in Austin, Texas. Yep. Is that correct? That's correct. And so we're on quantum time in this technology that this weird science that if you would have told me when this movie came out that it was going to exist, it would have been like space age, futuristic, way down the road kind of stuff. It would have been like, you know, Trekkie stuff that we wouldn't have believed. Yet here we are just in a quantum portal of time. How much more are we gonna evolve? And I believe we will continue to evolve but we have to adjust to the evolution, right? We're coming into a new time, a new age of Aquarius, right? The hippies all sang about it. And the hippies were actually prophesized. These awakened souls that are coming to the planet to be of assistance in these times, right? So we're all here, you know, we're all here. We're all trying to figure it out. The baby boomers and, you know, the Gen Xers and the millennials. Here we are all in this big, you know, cosmic, I want to say cesspool, but <laughs> melting pot <laughs> right now, you know, it's a melting pot. We all have to get along. Sure. I, I wonder. We all have to get along. You know, uh, yeah. well, we yeah, don't have to, but we don't have to get stirred up into other people's pain because the drama is wounds, right? Mm -hmm. we, we feel the wounds. Veterans Day today, right? We work with um, veterans as well as anybody suffering from PTSD with a form of hypnosis. It's very, a very powerful tool in the use um, in any form of hypnosis. I believe that we all have PTSD for getting kicked down here without a rule book in our mind and just fend for yourself is what it feels like. But there are helpers along the way. We call them our tribe, we call them our soul group. Some of our biggest helpers are the biggest a-holes that taught us the biggest lessons of what we will never do again, right? Sure. And what the, the natives have taught us when I say natives, I mean, I'm going to be throwing these, you know, terms out that it's not to what the elders, mm -hmm. but I want to make it clear that I have worked with many elders from many cultures and many religions, right? So when I say the elders, you know, I am talking about some of my first teachers, uh, the, the, um, the Winnebago Ho-Chunk natives, which Ho-Chunk, they changed it into in 94 to people with big voice or big speech, because it used to mean, mean um, people of stinky waters, which is the Winnebago River and the Fox. It, it stunk like, you know, it was a stinky river. Sure. So they didn't want to be called that, which is understandably, right? But, uh, but truly what their name originated as is they were the first ones, you know, they were the mound builders that came and all of these portals or medicine wheels that have been built over 
right, with our mm -hmm. modern day cities and farmers that plowed over. But fortunately, so many archaeologists did, you know, uh, honor these places as sacred spaces, as no different than Stonehenge or any of the wonders of the world. Many of them did document it. So those documents, you know, but many of them didn't even know what they were when they came here, right? So they just got plowed over with farm fields, but they're all still here if there's a city on them, if there's a house on them, right? And, you know, if you watch any of those paranormal shows, the little portals everywhere, yeah. but we are a portal, right? Some people can go in a house, have no haunts, right? The next person could be like, I'm haunted. Well, it depends on how open they are to receive or not open they are to receive of what kind of experience they're going to have, right? I mean, that, and that's true with hypnosis as well, right? Is how open are you to, to taking the drive, right. to, to letting someone else, you know, take the wheel and, and, and go down the road? I, I wonder with all this stuff that, you know, and all the, the tr you know, speaking of PTSD and, and, and serving veterans, you know, a, a lot of new studies have come out about uh, psilocybins, whether it's mushrooms or DMT or Molly, mm -hmm. uh, really helping repair the brain. And I, right. I wonder with, with the work that you do, do you ever also add in a DMT or a psychedelic of some kind to, uh, to create a, a more intense connection? Right. Well, you know, I'm not a shaman that can deliver those, but I okay. have friends that do. Mm -hmm. um, my friend Shuni Garone is a Mayan Guatemalan shaman and okay. has taught me, you know, so much with that. She can administer because she's a Guatemalan shaman, right? I can't run around with mushrooms in my bag, you know? I, we're not there yet, right? Well, no, but she also, she needs a TV series on right. TLC called The Guatemalan Shaman. Absolutely. Actually, you know, I just got done talking to her today and she has been on TV with guess who? You. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman? What? Yeah, the show on the National Geographic channel. Oh, yeah. What, the, the God, what is God, where he narr God narrates? Yes. Yes, which is so funny because Shuni, this is that, that we're all connected thing. Shuni has been traveling around the world and our, one of our mentors, the Eagle King, Preston Thompson, um, you know, he introduced us to so much and, and, and introduced us to her. And, you know, when the Eagle King was alive, he said, I want my life narrated by Morgan Freeman. And then, you know, after he passed, Shuni ended up being on Morgan Freeman's show. So it's just one of those synchronicities, you know, but I, I just found it the other night on, um, the National Geographic channel, which is on. I don't know if it's 2B or one of those. It, it's one of those free channels that you can get, you know, sure. an app for. So I, I Forgive me for not knowing, but I was able to search it and find it. And uh, there's a lot of really good stuff on there. I highly recommend it. But, you know, talking about Kelly Brock, trying to get back to the movie here. You know, she uses hypnosis a lot in the movie, if you remember right. She's like mm -hmm. a shaman truly in the movie. And Dawn and I recognize that within her. You know, she is she a figment of their imagination. You know, she just shows up when she's needed. You know, she knows exactly what these young men need, truly. And that self-confidence to believe in themselves, right? And, you know, that's what we do all along. You know, as, as, as shaman, that's what we're doing for everybody as much. But yet we still have to have a, a human experience and have to remember that within ourselves. And that's a little 
little more difficult because you can channel higher knowledge, but there's a part of you that has to sit back and listen to what's coming through you. Because I'm True. not, you know, I don't know all wisdom, but I'm really, really good at channeling it, right? Really, 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 really good. And that's not to impress you, but to impress upon you. But I talk to some really cool dead people <laughs> and, I, and I meet them before I meet their families, how does right? That, how I talk to work? some really incredible people. You know, when you say, you talk, when you, say you talk to, 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 to dead people, so cool or not. They're right? not dead. There's no death. Yes, but they, they, physically they're not here next to you on a table, let's say. Um, how does that work? Because I, I think there's the way that Hollywood's painted the picture, right? Everyone's sitting around the table, we're holding hands, and all of a sudden the table wiggles and you're like, all right, Tom's in the building. And then the lights flicker and you're like, Sally, Tom knows you're fucking around on him. You know, that's, that's the movie thing. And then, then in my mind, it is, it's more like uh, running in to your own brain in some capacity where it's just, you're, you're, you're meditating, getting into your own place. And then from that opening up, almost a, a reverse going inside to go out. Is how right. I see it. So, absolutely more accurate. My goofy brain, Hollywood, or is it somewhere in between? Now, Hollywood <laughs> it has done a lot of research, right? Mm -hmm. To disclose a lot of really cool things that we're not privy to. Not everybody's ready for a lot of this knowledge to be exposed, right? I'm, I'm saying, bring it on, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, not everybody's ready for some of the science because I, I think. It has to be delivered as we're evolved, right? You just can't throw out weird science to people, a collective consciousness that just is not ready for it, you know? Yeah. So, but we're in this cycle and season of awakening. And uh, I think we have to say, we're ready for whatever happens. We're going to be just fine, right? Um, we'll get it as we need it. And that's probably one of the hardest things as a human is that patience. Mm -hmm. And to walk, walk gently, not with anger, frustration, kick and shit all the time, right? Um, but we are definitely coming into this great, great time. And that we are kind of sticking, taking accountability for our own actions. Like you said, it starts within you and then ripples out. If you have no give a crap, if you, what you think about yourself sure. or beat yourself up every damn day of I woulda, shoulda, coulda, the past is done. Thank it, it taught you a lot. But you don't have to go back there and dwell on the past, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what we do with hypnotherapy. And in the science of the mind is, you know, we go in there and there's something actually that happens. I love the little static, you know, the little electrical bolts that happen with, you know, she's alive, she's alive. The static, actually, those things go on in our brain with the mirror neurons right? That are zapping back and forth from a thought to a thought. And then when we go to that fight or flight thought, right? We go to that thought and we're like, oh my God, that scares us. Oh my God, we're going to destroy the earth. We're, you know, crap, we did it again. You know, we, you know, we forgot to hook the, up the doll or uh, damn you all to hell. We blew you up again, right? Mm -hmm. All of that is in our, our subconscious mind, right? Our little weird science computer that is called our subconscious mind. Everything we've been programmed, right? From every 
show we've watched from ancient aliens, all of that stuff. I think we're clearing up lifetimes of that fear that will we do it wrong because we're here to do it right this time. We're here not to destroy the earth, right? And mom will just shake us off. And that's what the natives that can go back in their oral history, you know, to ice ages, they talk about how they survived after the ice ages, how spirit led them and told them what they did wrong and what they could do differently, right? As they continue to evolve. But we come back over and over and over and over again. And the, the elders that feathered, named, and blanketed and taught Donette and I so much entrusted us with so much knowledge. And we're like, you know, we always considered it sacred. And as so many of them are crossing over, they're really getting loud up there. You know, it's time to get this medicine out to the people. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have such ancient knowledge, you need to help people as much as you can because when you've been taught it, and it helps you if you don't gift it, right? If you don't share the good, you know, which science is backing up, right? The mm -hmm. good knowledge of how this universe, you know, you are the universe and God is in you. So you get to create with your high vibrational feelings. You get to be of service, right? Just like you, you know, I, I don't know about your podcast radio show, but the one we just started, is to help people, help people with the wonderful gifts and knowledge that, um, you know, our wonderful guests bring to us, mm -hmm. as well as open up our own minds. Who doesn't want to do that? We have the best job ever. <laughs> with that, being of service with that, having a few laughs, throwing out a little knowledge for the peeps, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. You know, talking with Nan Shuni Garon, you know, she's, she's about my age and she travels all around the world teaching the Mayan chocolate ceremony as well as Mayan astrology, right? And when she first did my astrology charts as we were on a sacred site here in Wisconsin called, well, it's called Frank's Mound. Um, to the Ho-Chunk people, it is like Jerusalem. It's what very it? sacred. What, it's uh, called is, Frank's, what, what makes Frank's it, Hill. What makes it so, so special to them? Okay. It's Frank's Hill, and it is loaded, located down in Muscaday, Wisconsin. And it's upon this big hill. And, you know, it's still being researched by all of the tribes, right? Um, many of them, see, they're, because their language was taken away, and so many of them have lost their language and are getting it back from the little bits of the elders. They're trying not to lose the language because that's their creation story, mm -hmm. right? That's their knowledge going back to when the pale prophet fought the Americas after his death and resurrection. So we learned a lot of knowledge that we weren't privy to before. And uh, so it, it's just been an expansion. You know, just when we think we know something, we go, aha. But everything that we've learned from, from our, our teachers, it vibrates as truth and it feels really good. And you know it's truth when it feels really good. You don't have to <laughs> overthink it. You don't have to overthink it. Just let it go through your own filter. If anything is a little out there, come back around later. It might make sense. And that's another thing we found out. As you become a, an intuitive, right? Mm -hmm. And if you notice even on the show, because I do like to go back to the show, Gary and Wyatt start becoming intuitive on their own, don't they? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting where, where, they, where they win and where they lose and where they're... You know, and it reminds me a lot like the, the cologne scene here. They're just squirting colognes up, you know, and you always know the kid whose first time is just 
figured out they can wear cologne because it's always too much. There's always just a little extra on there, right? And you're like, you could have gone without the last three squirts, but hey, I'm glad oh you don't God. stink, right? And, oh. I, and I, you know, you've, was it how much of what you've done, right, especially as being born with this gift, how, how many times were there, explain a time for us, when there was a little too much cologne, when there, when you're like, you were really just bursting out of the seams and, you know, how do you, is it container control the right word or is it how do you directionally put yourself to where that's not happening? Right. Well, it, it's interesting um, because I was very sick as a young child, which I believe opened up my sensitivities and my gifts in a very shamanic way. Um, I even have proof of it. My, my sulky around my uh, pineal gland is the size of a golf ball. And in some, and most people, it's the size of a pea. And that's not to show you, but that's what gurus tried, the muscle that gurus tried to enlighten. Mm -hmm. But because I had such high fevers, many times people say that um, when you're in a high vibrational place, like a portal, which I grew up in, my little developing mind, right? Although my family is very intuitive and have had experiences, but did their third eyes open up like the shamans and these portals as we grew up? I don't know, but that's what it seems to be. These places where the veils of the spirit world and our world is so thin. So I had such a quantum awakening at three moving out there. And what I've discovered over the years is I'm different. <laughs> but as what I've also discovered is you're another me and you can get here too. Um, it's, it's not easy being me. Um, it, it, but we all have telepathy. We all, you know, and for years I'm like, am I talking to the spirit world or am I just connecting with their subconscious mind? <laughs> and you know what I mean? Cause I mean, working with Aaron Houdini and, and different, um, mentalists, you know, he, he researched us secretly at all these paranormal locations. Cause he's a debunker and paranormal researcher. And, you know, Bobby Mackey's Music World in Wild, Wilder, Kentucky, totally worth going to, but make sure you call in your lad, you know, gotta be protected and know you're protected and go there and have a blast. But you have, to, it's all where you show up. It's all how you show up. If you show up drained and angry at the world, guess what your experience is gonna be in a place like that. Oh, sure, right? absolutely. They're gonna, kick, they're gonna kick you out. They're like, this is sacred, bye-bye. You know, don't let the demon hit your ass on the way out, you know. Um, seriously, I've been there, with, you know, a few times with uh, Ghost Hunters International, Shannon Sylvia. Invited my sister and I to do readings and do an investigation out there. This is when it was first, this is when Ghost Adventures first went to Bobby Mackey's Music World, right? And, uh, you know, I don't know what um, amount of paranormal research expertise they had before they got a show, but I'm thinking not a lot. <laughs> I'm sure they got a big, big wake-up call to take this serious very early on because this is sacred. And, and that's what they'll do. These, the, the spirits, these protectors at these sacred places, they'll kick your ass. If you are not respecting these places, you know, yourself or others in these places, you might have a negative experience. And even Nashville, you know, if you're in a low place and angry, which she'll, she'll spin, she'll heal you with all that music. She'll trigger you over and over and over again. Right. She'll trigger you. Music will trigger 
and emotional memory. It's like the best form of time travel, isn't it not? Oh, I love it. No, music is, is, is the way to change a feeling, embrace a feeling, or really come after something big. I mean, you know, you turn right. on the right song and it's, you know, it's, it's tears in my eyes rem reminding me of something about my daughter or a thirst in the back of the throat that's like, ah, time for a cold beer. This is perfect. Right. Well, exactly. And, and what I've learned over the years, you know, music on all levels of music has a tremendous ability to heal. What um, working in Nashville with some of the most wonderful, you know, my sister and I were blessed to be um, consultants at the Country Music Hall of Fame in Nashville as their, were their official mystic consultants, right? But I, we were also called down there to work at one of the leading, um, you know, we'll call it a spa, but wellness centers. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it's been wonderful working there. But let me tell you, those musicians work their tails off so hard to get. I mean, you know, God bless St. Dolly, you know. Uh -huh. And, you know, I'm one degree away from Dolly on so many levels. So many of my friends know her. I haven't met her yet. But Dolly and I have the same numerology. So it's just a matter of time. I get my butt down to Tennessee, right? I, I lived there uh, last year. I traveled throughout the South. Another place I stayed with my friend, Susan Bacino, where I'm going to plug her book and you need to get her on. Okay. The story of ACDC. She's on her, she Ooh. was on her third, um, third edition of this book and she's written several books. I recommend any of your fans go to um, SusanMacino.com. I'm trying to help my friends pitch their Please. books. That's no, what that's we can fine. do here. It's all good, yeah. You know, no, we've got I, I, I regularly talk about you know, a small business or, or try to bring one in because during these tough times, hey, mm -hmm. uh, sharing is caring and, and getting the, that word out and information out that right. they have a new well, insight or a new way for you to see the world or understand something. It's, 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 listen, we got time now, folks. It's, it's a great time to open up your mind. It's, it's a great time to see things differently. So it's, it's, it's a great time to, uh, you know, to whether it's make that phone call and apologize or, or um, take that opportunity to, to listen instead of get your point across, you know, and, and try to understand different people and where they're at and why they're there and what's going on. Absolutely. And celebrate other people's creative works. Yeah. You know, we, we think, you know, it's like, think about your tribe. You know, I have so many, I'm gifted with so many author friends, you know, from, I've already pitched Chad Lewis. Here's one of his books, um, unexplainedresearch.com. This is where we started out in the book paranormal, working with Chad Lewis and Terry Fisk. And they have several road guides of Wisconsin and, oh my gosh, Florida, Illinois, um, but you can look at all of their wonderful road guides to these haunted locations and they're all public places. You could go drive and check out and experience for yourself. So that's why I love their books. And Don and I, you know, over 22 years ago, went stomping around the country with these guys as it, as we went to, it gets you in a lot of really fun places being a paranormal researcher, you know? Um, but I want them to make a Tennessee book Hey, Chad, come down to Nashville. Um, but it might be me, you know. Um, I was asked by a tour guide there to do tours with the knowledge I know. So we'll see. But I'm going down there on Sunday. Um, nice. You know, you talk about these shows. There are so many of them. So it confuses people. And But it's entertainment, people. It's entertainment. Some 
with a knowledge I, and this is in no way judgment, it's television. It's supposed yeah. to be entertaining, right? Some of them are a little fear-based for me. Yeah. But, but that's up to you to discern if that's real or not. Oh my God, these sacred sites. Oh, oh the devil, you've got to move out of your house. I have a problem with that. Do you, um, you know, you're, you're talking real quick. You, you, you've, uh, uh, we brought up the, the Houdini family. You're talking about the, the debunkers of, of the, the paranormal. And there seems to be, uh, from the outside, looking in three lanes, right? There is the illusionist, um, you know, they just do, they're doing tricks and the card is always hidden. You just don't know where it's at. They're just very good at it. Then very there true. is the magician right which is seems to be a mix of the mentalist and the illusionist but there's a little something extra there that you quite can't put your finger on and the insight that they have and then there's what i would see is is your world right and right. in some ways they intermix and in other ways they don't i mean you know yuri geller is 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 obviously probably the most famous mystic person as far as because of all of his time on Johnny Carson and that's incredible and other TV shows through the late 70s and early 80s and then you have his debunkers like a Chris Angel and then you have the people in the middle who really don't say much on either side like a David Copperfield right where right. do you see the world of where you are and where magic is and where illusion is coming together and separating especially because of you know your your work up uh, in, in Wisconsin with uh, with the Houdini family well, that, that's a great, great question. Um, you know, you'll have to have Aaron Houdini on the show for that. Because he's, he's, he's the pretend magic. Aaron followed us around, and this is just hilarious in itself, because we had met him down at Scarefest when we were doing Bobby Mackey's with Shannon. We had, we had had several friends at Scarefest as guests, you know, um, a friend of ours. Um, oh, gosh, who was it? It was like Chip Coffee. Rob Demarest from Ghost Hunters International. Aaron Houdini was there. We didn't even know he existed. We're like, who's that guy in the straight jacket over there? That's weird. We were more interested going over to talk to um, Chip Coffin because I wanted to meet him because he's another mystic like me. And he's friends with everybody I know. So I wanted to meet him and talk to our friend Rob there. And we ended up talking to Travis Walton. Are you familiar with Travis Walton's work? Not, in the, no. It's a movie. And it is, um, oh, what is it called? It's where he's abducted, um, Fire in the Sky. Oh, yeah, I know that. A Travis Walton story. So there is a real Travis Walton that was at this event. We're just, we're just dingy mystics, right? So there's all these wonder, I highly recommend you go to those types of things. You'll meet the most wonderful people. One of them, and I, getting back to the show here, I mean, and, and this is the magic of it, um, one of them was all of the cast of Weird Science. There's not a coincidence in that. We all connect, we all show up, we all meet each other. Wow. And Houdini obviously was known for debunking psychics, right? Yep. And, and Aaron at the time lived down in Kentucky. So it was easy for him to come over to our event, right? Yeah. Well, Houdini is from Wisconsin. So he had to meet these two mystics see what they knew because he loves debunking fake psychics it's his favorite thing it makes him feel like he's doing his uncle's good work right because mm -hmm. harry houdini loved to um debunk spiritualists at the time that were robbing money 
you know, not such ethical mediums, right? That were making bank on people suffering and missing loved ones, okay? And because history repeats itself, here he is again, right? <laughs> to, to, to go around and look for who he needs to debunk. He's, he's, um, he's got the Houdini uh, curse, if you will. Okay. That is, he is going to research until he drops like a hound dog. We keep telling him to stop researching so hard and play a little. Because he can just get, get on a like, I have to, he's a highly intelligent man. But with, you know, he's observed us for several years now. We've, we've become friends and things. And he didn't know us as friends. Apparently, he was observing everything we did. So he could hammer it down. He, we were one of the first Houdini family-endorsed uh, mystics um, ever. Oh, no. Yeah. Houdini did, um, did we should be on some kind of like world's record or something. <laughs> book or something i don't know some kind of street cred for that but um houdini did have some questions the you know the first houdini that we all know and love um you know that copperfield and all of those amazing magicians just you know you can't go you think magic brand name houdini yeah. right it's he's it, it's just an icon and i've worked with so many cool icons families it's just i love it now um it, 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 they're their ancestors to them it's just their uncle you know and i think we need in our society we have made these stars so much bigger than us and they don't want us to okay mm -hmm. there we all come from the same we all have the power within us to create we have to learn our own boundaries we have to say no we have to have some, you know, and if we don't know how to say no, we have to have somebody that can say no for us until we get that power, <laughs> right? Very so, true. So, and, and, you know, so I think we're just in a really interesting time to believe in magic again in, in America, in the world. And with that, the power of your thoughts, the power of your words, that your word is your wand. You know, you are a divine creator of your reality mm -hmm. and we can choose a really crappy one, or we can trust our intuition, because our guidance team is talking to all of us right now. Is it, is it ego? Do I want to be right? Ah, you know, a lot of people would be very interested in what I have to say, but I like you to figure it out for yourself. Sure. Okay. Because that is, we could receive the answers by going within. If you are, and let me tell you, there's hypnosis everywhere programming us right oh yeah you can't turn on the tv i have a degree in advertising too so it's like buy my product buy my product buy my product nlp nlp subliminal program me 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 come here here so as a hypnotist and trained in language there's a lot of hypnosis going on okay so sometimes you have to unplug from the master hypnotist don't leave the man behind the curtain and whoever that is in your life, whoever's pumping in their belief system that doesn't fall in alignment with yours, you have to go within to know who you are and what, where you are. And then it ripples out. You see, does that make sense? Oh yeah. No, I mean, it's like, I like what, I love what Duncan Trussell said. Uh, he goes, there's a guy or a gal in the woods right now without a phone that does not know how scared 
and how horrible life should be for them right now. <laughs> As me like, right now. I'm like, yeah. man, that's that's so true. You gotta go it there. Really is. You gotta you've gotta make that choice. I mean, I I t- you know I say this a lot on the podcast, uh, so for our listeners, forgive me, but you know I tell my daughter it was the hardest thing for me to get her to do was to look in the mirror every morning and every night before she oh. went to bed and say, I love you to herself. You're the best dad ever. <laughs> oh my God. You've got to get that out. Oh, God bless the divine masculine that's balanced and looking out for these. I have two daughters and they're in their twenties. Let's say we've learned a lot mm-hmm. now about how we screwed them up then. We've learned a lot as a hypnotist. One of the scariest sass things I had to learn Sorry, I'm a foul mouth. No, you're I fine. try not to talk like a sailor. Um, I'm, I'm a foul mouth too. My my daughter <laughs> hears me and she looks and she and people will be like, huh? And she goes, oh, the only word I'm not allowed to say is can't. And the people are like, you let your kid cuss? And like, I don't let her cuss, but uh, see that cuss if, word. If there's, see, if there's, I dated if there's a guy a word, from Dallas. Yeah, but if there's a word I, you're not going to use, it's can't. I don't want to relate. Cousin. I don't. That's the gross word. Like my yeah, do I want my kid running around dropping the f bomb? No, it's going to offend and hurt some people's feelings. But you're 100 percent accurate. You know what is should um, hurt people's feelings more is hearing a little girl say "can't." That should hurt. That should right. take them off more. Yes, God, you just became my new buddy. <laughs> um, because I grew up, you know, my dad, God bless him, had to raise three daughters and two sons. I come from a very large family, right? My mother has nine siblings. Wow. Oh yeah, I've got a big tribe, right? A lot of cousins. So you get a lot of teachers, right? Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, my dad, you know, he didn't say the word frick. You know, frick was about the biggest swear word he had growing up, right? And you knew it was because he smashed his thumb. You know, he'd say GD. You know, he's very mindful of not trying to put those bad words into our vocabulary but then we watched movies and they got in there anyway right yeah it's pop it's pop culture you know and being an 80s girl oh my gosh did we really i mean wisconsin i'm in a very masculine state if you will i didn't have any problem hanging out with the boys and i had two brothers i learned cuss words very fast i know how i knew how to use them in every sentence right I also have a very military family, right? So, I mean, there's, there's, you know, I was married to a Marine. I, I know, you know, I'm divorced now, but I know cuss words. And it becomes a language after a while, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, I think future generations, if they're going to have to go back in old texts, they're going to have to know these words because they're, they're in our dictionary, right? And, you know, the, the, wor- the word, you know, can I say it? Is is has many different meanings, right? Fuck this, fuck that, you know. Oh, the, the and, etymology um, of the F word. You know what? You know where it came from? It's a farming term. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's a European farming term for going after cabbage in the in the cold, wet, muddy earth. So you'd take the hoe, you'd swing it, it would hit the ground and go fuck, and they'd say, "I'm going to go fuck some cabbage." Oh my God, you're making me blush. That just made me blush a little bit. Oh, it also stimulates you. We're in a time, I got to get my mystic on here. You can tell my one half of bush light is like starting to affect me. So this is where, you know, we take off the gloves and I turn into mystic Tamra. Nice. Um, 
but no, it, it's one of those things that you have to speak language. And when I channel the spirit world or do any readings like this, they bring through that word, you know, so it's not a bad one because they want you to know that it's them. Not all of them do. If grandma comes through, she's not dropping F-bombs, okay? Sure. Well, my grandma on my other side, my, she's a little bit of a U.S. old girl, but I never heard her say it, but I bet she did. Because she was, you know, she moved from Wisconsin up, or from Iowa up to Wisconsin in the, in the late 50s and, you know, discovered Hank Williams on the jukebox. You couldn't drink in Wisconsin. So my fun-loving oh, grandma. Hold on, hold on. You can listen to Hank Williams and you can't drink? In Iowa, you couldn't. Women, women were not allowed in the bars in Iowa at that time, where the music was, where the guys were having fun, playing cards. My grandma loves to play cards. My so she was this wonderful, wonderful, you know, mom and mother loved music. You know, she loved to dance. You know, she was in the era. She, she's funny because my dad says you you know, you are just like her. And sometimes it scares me, right? <laughs> but my, my grandpa, or excuse me, my grandma Springer, um, she knew, you know, that music was fun. And unfortunately, she moved up to Wisconsin and they tipped them back a little bit and that marriage didn't last. <laughs> but my dad said before alcohol, they never fought, right? But they were having hardships. They were, you know, Having, they, they weren't farmers. They didn't know what they were doing. They just loved Wisconsin, right? So, you know, anytime you mix money. So it's really important. I try to tell people, learn from my ancestors. If you're feeling vulnerable, don't go to the, you know, don't go get hammered. Do your work and party on the weekends like everybody else, right? And working with the Williams family, which everybody knows the story of Hank, alcohol didn't serve him, right? Yeah. And and that's one of the messages he wanted to get out. Dance, drink, honky-tonk. Go honky-tonkin', honky-tonkin'. But, you know, with that family and so many families like that in Nashville, drink, be merry, go have fun, listen to those music. But if it's triggering something within you, and it will, it will trigger your wounds, right? It'll remind you of, you know, oh, every song, you know, at any moment it can trigger you, right? but a song can heal you through it too. And, you know, I love, you know, the Ryman Theater where Hank started 59 years ago. Um, you know, it, it's, it, it used to be a church and that's why they call it the mother church. And that portal, talk about a portal. You yeah. go down by Tootsie's there and I assume you've partied in Nashville and yeah. I hope to, I hope you get down there. I'll be there. I'm leaving there. I'll come home for holidays, but I hope to be there at least till March before I come back again. I don't know though. I'm, 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 I'm called everywhere, but, um, but, but you go to these different sacred places and I love it because it was getting dense. And when I recognize an area is getting dense with a lot of negative energy or too much energy, I get a little concerned. Okay. okay because and because the earth has a natural way of cleansing and clearing many times through t with tornadoes. And um, I could feel the ground literally falling out from my feet, which is very common at a portal. Okay. But when it gets wow. too dense, right? But when it gets too dense, it's got to clear out. A tornado is just a natural way. Earth just has a natural way of replenishing herself over and over and over again. And I think that's really, really important 
for people to know right now, calm your jets right now. Don't make mama angry. We don't need to be flipping. You know, we've got the whole world flared up right now. And what the elders have taught us of like, sit back, enjoy the show. She's not going anywhere. <laughs> no, it's true. I wonder, you know, you brought this up. So uh, I'll do a, a, a moment of uh, what I like to call a little moment of vulnerability and, and ask this question here. You know, you talked about Hank and, and, and the drinking and, uh, you know, the insights that you've gotten as well as, you know, your, your wise words on save it for the weekend. And I wonder, and I don't mean this braggadociously, I say it jokingly braggadociously a lot because I think it's hilarious, but honestly, it's, it's also, there's always a pause for concern with me. So I've, I love to drink. I love drugs. I like a lot of things. Awesome. Um, I've also, I've never had a hangover and I've never had a bad side effect from any of them. So there's not a curb in me that goes, hey, we probably shouldn't do this on Tuesday, right? It is, oh, you want to stay up till you're, you're almost a 50 year old man. You want to stay up until 1 a.m. and then get up at 6 a.m. and then work all day and not be in pain and not have a headache and not be distracted. You want all that? Right. Okay, no problem. Right. And, you know, I wonder, one, I bring it up because I'm wondering, what am I missing then? Okay. Well, with anything, wax on, wax off, right? Yeah. But, but it, it, it's your functionality, right? Mm -hmm. It's what you know your body to be. But let me tell you, I've had it both ways. Okay. I've had it where I could drink. Oh, my God. Could I drink? I was Scotsonite. <laughs> you know, I, I, at... 17, 18 years old, I was drinking men under the table. It didn't affect me as much. Yeah. Right? Um, you know, it's kind of like Wisconsin street cred. You know, <laughs> our, our state has been out drinking your state since 1848, just so you know. <laughs> We're a big state too, you know. Yes. We, we, we know how to party. Number one, you, you know, and we, we were very proud of our drinking. Right. Mm -hmm. We're very, we've got, you know, the Milwaukee Brewers where we like our alcohol, which, you know, prohibition, you know, really made us really, cause they're hard work. We're hardworking people. Yeah. We should be able to crack a beer on the weekend, you know, grab a glass of wine, decompress. And, and that's the thing, you know, to have a couple, you know, to decompress, but many times with anything people can abuse. Right. Sure. And it, it's one of those things that, but there's also alchemy in the body. They call it spirits for a reason, right? They call them spirits for a reason. And as, as somebody that has went to many bars and pubs and old <laughs> brothels across the country, I can, I can tell you, I've seen a lot of spirits. I've worked with a lot of them. Donette and I have seen, you know, we've been down to Tombstone hanging out with the spirits, you know, in the bird cage, you know, we, we, you know, we went down there with Allison Dubois of Arizona. Are you familiar with Allison's I, yes. work? Yes. Yes. Okay. And I promise you alcohol was tipped. <laughs> um, we had a great time. I just got done talking to Allison's former manager and cousin last night. Herc Hernandez helped her, um, was her, her assistant for many years and now he's, you know, going back to corporate life and stuff, but he is an incredible medium. Highly recommend uh, having Mark on your show. 
um, I kind of trained him because Allison is so busy being an incredible um, helper and assistant at this time, as we all are, right? All the mediums and mystics I know have been trying to get this knowledge out that there is no death and, you know, just pushing it, pushing it. I mean, Allison's run, read tons of books, written tons of books. You know, everybody I know, I haven't, but I put wonderful hypnosis CDs out with my sister. And I'm going to plug me for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and there are a few uh, different ones. And you can find it on our website, themysticsisters.net. It's just in the early stages. We got okay. rid of everything and we're just, but you can also find me as uh, Mystic Sisters Tamara Gleason on Facebook. Stay with us. We have a woman working on all of this and I want to be able to maintain my website, but it, it, you know, go to Tamara Gleason, um, you know, on Facebook and, and add my personal page. I, I figure if you're going to go through that work, stay a while. I, I don't have fear of, oh my God, there's creepers watching me. I did at first. I've spun that out. You know how protected I am? You know, I am very, very protected. And you have to trust that form of protection. I didn't like to tell people when my, I had young daughters living at home, which you can understand why. Absolutely. Right? I was a single mom for 10 years. Um, you know, their dad was on the road and stuff. So I didn't want to put myself out there as much. People didn't know, need to know where I was. But now that it's just me, I'm like, this is where I am. I really don't have that problem anymore, which freaks a lot of people out, especially my mother, right? That's how much I trust my protection, okay. my guidance, and my intuition. But one of them is endorsed by Aaron Houdini, and, it, and it's called Parlor Tricks, and you can find that at Mystic Sister, um, themysticsisters.net. This is a hypnosis using our gifts and talents as certified hypnotherapists. Aaron Houdini endorses this. It's a great one for connecting with the higher realms, heavens, spirits on the other side. We believe that anyone can connect. And this is just, it just helps you and assists you with that because you can connect in a very sacred portal with the higher realms. And anytime you listen to it, somebody new shows up. So we believe you can talk and connect with anyone that's ever lived at any time. Wow. In that in that realm right so it's been fun doing this work and talking just much like a you know turn of the century seance when houdini mm -hmm. you know and they had table tippers and and seances you know and we've done the houdini seance with aaron houdini you know many times they were all practicing their own mysticism yeah there were frauds but many times they were connecting with the beyond um you know, in, in this picture, we got a little crystal ball <laughs> gazing. I know this is a real deal, man. You know, I'm the real deal. I got my own crystal ball. We actually even have a wonderful song that a uh, musician created for us, John Messino, uh, Crystal Ball. And it's just fantastic. I love musicians writing songs about us. It doesn't suck, right? <laughs> that's, that's one of those, that's one of those, that's one of those, you know, pinnacles. You're like, okay. I've met some of my heroes. I'm actually, you know, in this common marketplace of ideas with these great people that we think alike and agree on some things, disagree on others, but we meet at the table to talk. And then there's that next level. Oh, and yeah, there's people writing songs about us. Totally. <laughs> yeah, you know, just doesn't suck to be me, but I mean, we're still having just, a human experience. All you got to do now is just get a, you know, get a beer or or a whiskey named after you. 
Well, we've already had drinks and a beer named after us. Oh, nice. See? But we had um, the Mystic Sister cocktail, which is a lot of like UV drinks, a lot of purple indigo-y, you know, they wanted it purple. Mm -hmm. And even one bar, because we do a lot of readings of bars and pubs. Don't think sure. that we are too cool to, I mean, that's been some of our funnest readings is giving readings in, you know, uh, the birdcage or um, down in, in Deadwood. Remember South Dakota? Yeah. Um, in Deadwood where um, while Bill Hickok and Calamity Jane hung out, we're giving readings. It's some of our, Bobby Mackey's music world is a total old honky tonk that gangsters and Frank Sinatra used to hang out in. So, I mean, we love history. That's one of the funnest things about these portals. They will speak to you. They'll tell you their history. If there's some spirits, sometimes we've got to, you know, send them onto the light. We do that. Being mystic while travel is very interesting. And we learn as we go along. Um, when I say mystic, it's such a broad term. But when you have all these modalities, like you said, there's no Hogwarts. Yeah. How do you go get this training? It's continuing education. You're never done. Okay. We'll, we'll get training when we, you know, we'll see how we did when we die, when we leave, when we shed what we call it, the, you know, what our elders have told us, this, this earth body, this earth's astronaut. Meat suit. <laughs> yep. Meat suit. Oh, wow. You are a little bit medium yourself there because one of our wonderful teachers that was a um, chief coroner. And I did a, a show called, um, well, actually, it was a documentary of paranormal research on uh, river drownings um, in Wisconsin called The Hidden Truth. And I hope that gets out on Netflix because it's such important times. The elders are in it telling us what to prepare for. You know, I'm really hoping that gets out. I mean, it's available to the public, but I hope it gets out to the public because I know it'll be of assistance. But um, so The Hidden Truth. Um, but yeah, there was a series of Wisconsin river drownings um, a few years back, and they even called in the feds because they thought there was a serial killer. And that's a whole nother show in itself. Wasn't that the the happy face? Yes. I I researched that with the chief coroner officers. It's 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 quite interesting. I think it'll really intrigue you. Okay, it is a movie in itself. But that opened our eyes to a lot that's going on. And this is, I mean, that we started filming that. Oh my goodness. It was way back in like 2009. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, and it took like about, you know, two to three, four years before it was actually out. It was extensive research. Um, I wish they'd put a little bit more of the footage. I wish I had more of the footage from the elders speaking, but you know, you got to crop everything down. Sure. Um, but but everything is in good timing, right? Nothing gets delivered to the public until it's time. Just like right now, here we are at this time, you're gonna video edit it, you're gonna put your own creative spin on it, put what needs to be in the, you know, in oh, the movie. Well, let me tell you, young lady, my creative spin is pretty, so this, this is what it's about though, is having this conversation and me listening and asking questions and getting your insights. Great. Two hours of it and there's no editing really except for, clipping a song on at the beginning and, and a song on at the end. And then, and then that's what we do because I want people to get to know you. I want people to understand a little bit more about you and re-editing or cutting a, uh, uh, an answer of yours or shortening one down is disingenuous to the task of 
you wouldn't do that if we were having a conversation out of my patio over a beer or a glass of wine. So why would I do it now? And it is just that idea of really embracing and, and making sure people can, um, can get to know you and what you do the best way possible. Did we lose her? Did we lose Tamara? We might've lost her. My rant may have just, there may have been a spirit that just jumped in and said, hey, cut him off. <laughs> we might've lost Tamara folks. If we did, that's okay. Uh, she might come back too. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll see what's, what's going on. But if you guys are still watching the movie, this is the part where the crazy people have come in. And you got to love the fashion. You got to love the leather and the chains and the aggressiveness and all the fun that's going on, right? I mean, it is, it is nothing but, but good times because this movie, you know, just like uh, when we're talking over Kickboxer, right, there's an air of fashion and of attitude and of insight that, you know, when I was watching this, when I was younger, that's how the bad guys dressed. That is how the cool kids dressed. And that was the cool haircut. And you got Robert Downey Jr. in this movie, which is amazing. Absolutely amazing. You know, and he, he kind of plays that punkish asshole. Uh, which which he plays perfectly and really times it out. You know, you've got teen heartthrobs, and then in between that, you know, you you have the quintessential class system that we still live in today. You know, what Tamara was talking about about you know coming up and and leveling up, if you will, for lack of a better term, or or uh, wanting to be more uh, spiritually awake. You got to remember, in this class system, we're creating that, right? We're we're creating who you can and can't talk to. We're creating. Uh, oh, this person's cool over here and this person's not cool over here, whatever those uh, nuances may or may not be, right? And that's, that's the problem. You know, I think we're, we're, her words of wisdom are very true in the idea of, quite simply, right? We're all here, we're all one. So if we are, which is great, well, let's see. Phone died, we'll log back in. Happens sometimes. <laughs> her phone died, she's coming back though. We still, we still got, how much more time we got left in this film? See, we got like 20 minutes left. So we got 20 minutes with Tamara coming back in. It's all good. But uh, back to that point real quick, folks. It is one of those things where you kind of have to, you, you know, kind of have to, you need to understand that, you know, that high school moment. Think about that if you're in high school. Trust me on this, and it's going to sound shitty, but please bear with, you know, that the idea, the insight, the mode that this too shall pass. You know, you're looking back on what was cool, what wasn't, that passed, that coolness passed, that coolness went away, right? How crazy is that? Uh, that look, that style, that cool kid, that non-cool kid, they all, you know, come and go. It's fine. It's very interesting. And ladies and gentlemen, back by popular demand. <laughs> oh, hold on. We, I don't have any uh, volume from you. We got to, uh, let's see here. She's getting her volume up. <laughs> oh, we're still oh, there. We go. Sorry about that. It That's happens. Okay. It's all good. And Don't you worry about it. I forget this isn't live, so that takes a lot of break off of it. I, I emailed you. That happens very commonly. I've learned over the many, many years I've done this work to always have my phone charger available. I had a full charge. I talk on my phone all day long. Many times when this when we open these portals, it'll drain your phone. Does that happen with you guys at all? 
Uh, doesn't happen with me. You know, I get uh, other things that, you know, I, I don't know where to classify them or how to see it. You know, it's funny. I, I am, uh, I get, I get a lot of grief from my friends about this. I have a business, a former business partner of mine, Elijah, really good guy. We had this company together. He had started it, brought me in as a partner and we sit down, we'd sit down with these clients. I'd bring him to an edge, right to an edge, but I knew where they wanted, where they were, where they wanted to be. So I could just feel it when I talked to him, what button to push where to drive them and navigate them. And at the end, there's a moment where he's just like, this guy, this client's going to get up and leave. They're going to tell us to go fuck ourselves. They hate us. Jason, you arrogant, arrogant son of a bitch. How can you do this? And then instead it's, how do I get you money faster? What do we do? I mean, I was a pastoral ministries major in college. I went and spoke uh, and, and did, a, did a sermon. And we get done in the pastor's like, hey, great job on the sermon, man. Thumbs up. Hey, what made you think of that? And I said, think of what? Did you see what just happened? The emotional swing between laughing and crying. And I did that mm -hmm. in an audience of over 400 people. And I made him laugh and then cry and cry and then laugh. And I swung him back and forth. You know how hard that is to, to, to put your words together, to manipulate that many people at once? And this poor guy looks at me, he's like, please don't become a pastor. Like, please, just, this is not the right, this is not your calling. You know, it is. Yeah, but he, goes, it is. He, goes, he goes, you yeah. just want to manipulate and have fun with people. And I'm like, I wouldn't say it like that. But yeah, I mean, you know, I definitely want to have a good time. And I want people to have a good time. And I want them to be challenged. There's nothing I hate more than going into a church service. And the guy opens up and I go, hmm. there's your outline. And hand it to my right. wife and walk out and go get a cup of coffee. Because I know where they're going to go. Because there's no intuitive thought process. There, there's no action. There is read A, read B, read C, recap, ask for money, sing a couple songs, I'm out. And I am, let's go on an adventure. Let's go down some rabbit holes. Let's say some shit that we might have to go, oh, hold on a second, rewind, rewind, rewind. Because how else are you going to learn, right? How else right. are you going to be better? Right. If you, don't, if you don't go do that, if you don't stretch yourself a little bit or embarrass yourself a little bit or, you know. <laughs> Well, I have no problem embarrassing myself. Like I said, <laughs> I have numerology with, you know, with Dolly. And I, I mean, it, it's one of those things we have to be humble. We don't know shit. That's what you learn. The more you know, the more you learn, mm -hmm. the more you want to learn, but you're content with what you know so far. And I think we have to get to that place. You know, like I said, I just had a discussion with, you know, the real deal as far as, you know, a, shaman, a traveling shaman, as well as my friend, Michelle Jones, down in Nashville. I mean, she, she's a minister, you know, she's a reverend. I mean, she works as a, as a mystic. <laughs> she's taken my mystic me training, but she works as a colon hygienist, a certified hypnotherapist, you know, Reiki practitioner. And she has her degree uh, from divinity school at Vanderbilt. We are the new mystics. We are the new ministers, right? You know, we're not your daddy's minister. We're a little <laughs> bit different, but we're talking about the same sacred knowledge. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when, when I plug in, tune in, tap in, much like you did, and musicians do this too. And that's why I love working with musicians because I believe musicians are some of the most amazing preachers. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, so, you know, you get in alignment. You, you plug into that higher self, right? And you say, work through me as, as me, only me. I, I'm, one in, I'm one of a kind. Mm -hmm. 
but I will do my best to raise the vibe. Sure. We're going to spin. We're going to, because I'm an energy healer, like I said, Mr. Miyagi, wax on, wax off. You energetically feel the collective, the crowd, the, the congregation, mm -hmm. right? And much like Angus Young does, you know, he feels the crowd, he feels the roar, you know, gosh, what, what a minister he is, right? And then he goes in and he does it with sound therapy, frequency. He goes up the different scales of the notes, right? You got the bass, the drum, you know, in the beginning, there was lights, let there be light, you know, let there be sound. There was sound. Quantum physics is backing up and science, getting back to weird science, is backing up that our whole universe is sound and frequency, right? Um, and so when we speak, you know, um, in the beginning, there was the word, you know, or, and when we speak things into creation and you are just creating a space and a portal for healing for those people, that's what being a minister is, isn't it? We're all coming together where two or more gather and we're, we're healing each other. We're holding the space for light and love of, of creators, light and love to come in. And I think this is just you know, just starting this radio show, I had, you know, I've been uh, interviewed on shows and radio shows and television, but I've never had my own show. And that's different being yeah, on. Yeah. It's much different. I would much mm -hmm. rather be on this end than on yours. <laughs> but, uh, but because you have to know your, you know, who you're talking to. It's like, who's this guest? What are, where are, what are they going to bring? But you have to intuitively reach out to these people like this this looks fun this might mm -hmm. be interesting for it and that's what's fun about it because we know that like attracts like energy through through quantum physics right and you know there was some buzz there were words that you know oh my gosh i just got a text message that said texas has over one million i don't know it's all that you know it's all these numbers coming in and we're like sitting here chilling like villains we don't care yeah, right. you know, I, I try to I try to hold down to the things that I that I can control. Like those are the things that I try to keep in my in my purview. I try to think right. about the things where I can help. And then the, the other stuff, you know, it's it's easy to get caught up in the minutiae, right? Because it, right. it's it's so thick and dense with, with bullshit and with and fraught with Hard. fear and and oh. concern. And it, for what? Oh, because you don't have control. So right. You can spindle around and, you know, and I not I'm by no means perfect, but you, you instead, instead of spindling around, you know, find some stuff to do, talk with some fun people, get to know someone who's different, who thinks differently than you. Uh, right. Really embrace the things that you can that's going on in this world that are fun, you know, that, right. that are, that are symbols of, of, of people and, and, and progress and what's going on. You know, I see my, my daughter playing with her friends and they're enjoying themselves. They're swinging and having fun. You're like, there you go. That's what I like. Why? Because that's a symbol right there of, of, of progress. You know, I was talking to a friend and they were wondering, oh man, could, what happens if this person becomes president or this one and who's the superpower? And I just, I said, listen, for whatever it's worth, and it leads to a question to you, trust me, for whatever it's worth, I'm not concerned about this nation and the people as long as there are still every year 
millions of people trying to get into this country. Why? There you go, bingo. There's this ingenuity, there's this thing, there's this process, there's this vibe here that says, oh, do you want to create? You can do it here. This is the safest place to create. In fact, this is the best place to create. You know, and they're like, well, you can create anywhere. I go, yeah, okay, name the last cool car company or, uh, or other product that came out of Russia or China. I'm right. not saying they can't make things. I'm saying the right. ingenuity of creation. It's not there as much. Oh. And I don't know why. And I don't care to know why, quite honestly. Right. I do embrace though, the fact that we have that here. And because we have it here in the U.S., it just makes you go, okay, well, then what can we learn from it? Right. Where, where can, how can we draw from that? Why right. do you think this patch of dirt, this goofy mm. patch of dirt, fosters so much creativity? You want to know? Yeah, I want to know. You're, you're ready? I'm ready. Creation is everywhere, all over the world. Correct? Mm, sure. And this brings up, you know, going back to the sacred day. Do you think I picked this day for no reason? Armistice oh. day. You know, the 11th day, the 11th hour, right? The 11th month, okay? We have more freedoms of speech, or, you know, used to, still do, um, in our country. And the world knows what our ancestors had to do to get out of the, you know, to start new, a baby country, a baby country. You know, although it was here before in the indigenous ones, you know, if we remember right at Thanksgiving, they welcomed us in, right? Yeah. So it has always been this. Um, and with many of my ancestors, my children are seventh generation here. We honored that, you know, our ancestors honored our friends, the Ho-Chunk people for being here. We know that's not always been the case. You know what? But, but we are all evolving as a species, right? We are all creators. But... What my international friends and clients and, and mystics and shaman and musicians, you know, because everybody has an opinion because they're getting filtered their own news and story about us, right? Sure. I mean, I promise you, <laughs> but they're just kind of sitting back. They're watching us right now to see how much we've grown, okay? Okay. And I think they've also prayed with us after 9-11, and they see how strong we are. And because we, you know, because we're the United States, right? It's a big country. You know, Europeans come over here and they think they're gonna ride motorcycle. You know, when we've done all this um, touring around the country, we've met a lot of foreigners on our, on our trails. And they're like, gosh, America is so big. We have many melting pots and portals. You know, I thought I was gonna, you know, tour 13 states in a day you can't do it it's so big <laughs> right they have a lot of you know they see that little globe and map and they're like that shouldn't take long we are huge yeah right but we are united and we truly have to stay united right now at this time you know there is a saying you know together there's more power in the energy and together I mean, you know, quantum time, our, hold our hearts and our energies together. Together, we are far more powerful, mm -hmm. right? 
So this is going to figure itself out, right? And we know we're, we're not stupid. We didn't, we're, we're pretty smart, right? We know there's a lot of censorship, which Americans aren't real thrilled about, right? We had to fight a lot for that. But we also know that it's election time. And this is what the old systems, there are old systems, because as we continue to evolve as species, as a species, some things are outdated, just like movies. You know, it's like, we used to have beta and then VHS yeah. and then DVD. And now we're streaming live. Yeah, you know, don't forget laser discs. Our generation. Just in our generation, look how far we've come, right? Yeah. How, how, is it, how weird is it how far we've come in all of this? And yet still we're like, yeah, but one- We're still doing one manual old, voting. Yeah, one old dumb white guy, he leads us all. Right? Well, not only that, we still do manual voting. Seems like the technology would be a little bit more advanced Pretty easy, right now. pretty easy. It's right here, right? Identified so, to you, identified to who you are. Right, I mean, right. And, and I mean, I mean, and that goes both sides. That's not yeah. your party, my party. And I really want to express that with people. But come on here. Your intuition, your gut feeling has to say, wow, can we, can we just go, wait a minute. Anytime there's, you know, anytime there's um, a, a red flag in our intuition, we have to go, hmm, something's in the lining here. And then just go play. Just, just go carry upon your day because they're having their experience over there, right? They're having a shit show. But for us to stay in alignment, to, you know, not check out, you know, and I do have to say, you know, I love an occasional drink here and there, or, you know, and I know many of my friends that li live in legal states and some that don't like to go shaman or play shaman, you know, but everything hold, holds energy or frequency, you know, alcohol holds the frequency, Essential oils hold the frequency. I know a lot of, you know, of my friends that get high on essential oils, right? Peppermint, frankincense. Um, so everything holds energy and frequency. Uh, getting back to the movie theme, because I'd love to get back to this movie. I'm going to watch it in its entirety, um, you know, after this. Because today, it's just you and I. I get to, um, I took the day off for this. Oh, man. I've been putting fires out everywhere, right? And uh, today is a little bit of a decompression day because I have to slowly start packing um, for my time in Nashville and I have to bring everything. <laughs> so, you know, today is just kind of a chill out day. So I appreciate you having me on today. Um, you know, I was really, really thrilled um, talking about music and plugging into that creative sense of self, your creative self. I did want to uh, pitch another CD of Dawn and I that can be for anyone. And you know, we've given it to many musicians and creative types, but, and you'll love this, you'll be the first to hear about it. I did post it on my Facebook, but here's, um, our grandmother's name was Musette and she loved singing us songs, old Hank songs, you know, she loves singing songs. And she was born in 1903. So she was an old lady when we were growing up. But she taught us about our angels and guidance. And, and she also taught us about that, you know, music will heal you and cheer you up. Her name was Musette, come on, right? But so this is kind of an ode to her, but we had gifted, it's kind of a funny story. We had gifted this um, 
<laughs> I mean, this is God because nobody else would have the balls, the biggest balls to do this. <laughs> but um, through the alignment of spirit and, you know, spirit told us that we'd meet Angus Young. He is, he's, it's just the way it was going to go. He's a total mystic and medium as most musicians are. But uh, um, we gifted this through a friend of ours. That's the author. And it's the muse. It's hypnosis for connecting with your creative self. Nice. To be used to be used in the form of creating anything, right? So we gave, you know, Angus Young of ACDC this CD. He did something he rarely does, right? He got a picture with, you know, four beautiful women seen at some location. This last year, because the album was taking so long to come out, um, everybody was just hammering my friend and author that is kind of a ambassador of ACDC and has traveled all over the world, as well as uh, Van Halen. We just celebrated her birthday and book signing as they, um, and I don't know if you know much about old 80s music, but as they opened the seventh floor of the Sheridan in Madison, Wisconsin, a very historical place for musicians that loved Eddie Van Halen. Well, Susan knew Eddie back in the day. So we sat and drank wine and social distance. The Sheridan was so lovely because she offered one of her articles for the, the room mm -hmm. um, because she interviewed him, right? So we had some wine and absinthe, absinthe and just chilled out. And, and we kept feeling a spirit in the room all night. And she jokingly said, you know, this was two days before Eddie Van Halen passed. And he was invited, right? Wow. And she's like, oh, Eddie's in the room. She kept thinking, because she had interviewed so many musicians in this portal that, let me tell you, I walked in during her social distance book signing, and I was like, wow, this place is full of spirits. And Dawnette's like, no kidding, right? <laughs> uh, they continued to bang things around in both of our hotel rooms um, throughout the two days we stayed there. And Susan kept referring to him. Is Eddie, she was considered, she thought it was Eddie Money, who, who she also knew, which is kind of fun. We partied in the room with the ghost of Eddie Money, right? So I was okay with that. We already, you know, partied with Bon Scott and Hank Sr. when, when Susan's wrong, because she's right, written about them, right? And um, because they're another us, we, 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 we know the, the same people. But two days later, um, and songs will come up, the angels speak through music. Two days later, you know, we all learned the news of Eddie and we were so grateful because it would have really bummed out our friend. We were so grateful that he showed up for us to the party because we believe that, and I've worked with many people and they'll come to me right before they pass over with something to say. And I'll be like, hey, I had a dream about you last night. I am very glad that I don't have to know. I get concerned anytime I have those dreams, right? Mm -hmm. I always, I'm like, I don't have any say in it. I've had many dreams that people have died and they've lived for a long time. So I've kind of told my guidance team, never let me know unless I have to, right? Sure. But, you know, she knew, she knew. It was a good way to um, honor her, not only her own life, but it was a good way to send him home. And mystics, many times we do that. We send spirits we pray for them and we create a portal. And, you know, and she has, and she's got her own paranormal story, so I won't share them with you. She found us several years ago when, when Bon Scott told us that we would not only, you know, continue to do this work, but 
he had a message for Angus, he had a message for Su Susan, and he had a message for the world, as Hank Sr. did, mm -hmm. as all of these ministers, because they channel spirit, right? You have to channel higher realms. Hank Williams said that if it took him any more than a half an hour, he'd check it out because he felt like it was his ego was in it. Really? So he's a channel, yes. And so I just recently, for the Hall of Fame, when I met Lucretia and brought through Hank Sr., and he had a lot to say. God bless her for allowing me to tell these stories because she knows about all of them. Last time I was with her in Nashville, right before I came home, I always love to take her out for dinner um, so she can connect with, you know, as a medium, I'm always channeling for their loved ones, right? I'm always, you know, buying their favorite meal, whatever. I'm, I'm always working. And so we went and had this wonderful meal and, and she's such a dear lady. And this was back in December, right before I came home before, you know, the tornado and so much, you know, you know, it's, it's one thing to tell them they're around you. I, I can see them, but you can't, but I promise you they're around you. Right. <laughs> and they're, they're, they're haunting me, but they'll haunt you as soon as you know they're around you. And because the ghost, the spirit has a language and it's through music. It's through putting things in synchronicities in your way of, um, I'm over here. It's through the animal kingdom. I recommend it if you start having dreams, you can tell I'm trying to speed up and get as much knowledge of what I know from my world to you. Fun. But, um, and I just, you know, let me know on time because I just, I get very passionate and excited um, and I have to balance yeah. myself all. No, you're doing, you're doing good. Please keep sharing. I mean, listen, folks, the movie's done, but uh, this is fun. This is very insightful. And I like what you're saying here. So I want you to please keep going. Thank you. Can I go grab another beer? I'm really thirsty and I got the uh, sun like beating in my face. Please I'll do. <laughs> grab I another have, beer. Uh, <laughs> I have. Fortunately, I put you on my phone. See, I'm so, when I do this work, I'm usually pretty intuitive. I would have been a little smarter if I had plugged the phone in right away, but it, there was no way of knowing it would. And it does that very commonly, and people don't believe me. And it's just kind of one of the, no, it's just one of the things with the job, right? <laughs> Weird electronic shit happens, very much like in the movie. Sure. And, um, you know, I, I was dating a guy from, um, well, he lives in Kansas City, but um, he's a Oklahoma, Texas boy. But anyway, he had his, many times people have their first paranormal experience with me. And, or when they meet me, it's very common. Because what I do is I poke people in the third eye with my energy, right? Okay. And uh, he had his first paranormal experience where he went, you know, he's a businessman. He, he works in um He's a financial advisor okay. and he was in Wisconsin and he went, you know, I've researched so many haunted hotels and brothels and bars and cool honky tonks. I know, I know the, I know the protocol of these places. And he was in a hotel right on the coast in, in, um, Algoma, Wisconsin. And, uh, he had a bumpy night. It was a February night in Wisconsin. And the woman said, you know, enjoy this lovely, you know, lovely hotel. You know, you should have a quiet room, um, sir. And, uh, you know, call us because we're leaving. Call us if you need anything. You should have a quiet night tonight. Well, it wasn't quiet. It was loud and <laughs> bang. And they were going to get through to him that this was real. It terrified him. He thought somebody's trying to break into his room all night. Ooh. And I laughed. He's just like... 
And he called me, he's like, I had a paranormal experience. People will call us just terrified. And we just say, calm down, relax, tell me your story. It's all Because it's scary when there's disembodied, you know, voices. And until it, until it happens to you, nobody's going to be a believer. This is this time of year when the veils of the spirit world in our world are very, very thin. Mm-hmm. This is very, very common, right? In the winter, in February, they do start waking up, okay? As, as we get closer to spring. They kind of go to sleep, right? This is kind of like this... The, the, the party before they kind of go into the underworld, right? I know that sounds really weird. <laughs> but um, because spirits, I mean, but we, then we get into a higher frequency. At Christmas, Christmas spirits are everywhere. It's like our loved ones show up to the party, okay? It's, it's going to um, a different winter solstice, a different cycle in a season, right? The Ho-Chunk's astrology, so to speak, is a little bit more, and I talked about the sacred site down in Muscaday, it's a little bit different. It goes with cycle and season, right? And it, at this sacred space, it looks like a big corn woman mound, meaning it looks like a big pregnant woman. And through the cycles and seasons, she gives birth to the sun, right? Every day is a new day. It's a gift, mm-hmm. right? But with that, she, she gives birth. And then on another set of mounds, it's very much like a calendar where it shows where the alignment is, right? And with that, they knew when to plant. They knew, they listened, they knew the cycles. They knew the moons. They knew the moon phases. They knew that you would go through these shamanic experiences throughout the year, throughout the cycle of your life, a circle, a circle, and a circle, right? And every culture has these knowings or this knowledge in some way. It's all the same, but just a little bit different because we all are getting it from the same source, just a little different. Sure. People are a little bit more open to receive because we just, we don't want to be programmed. We want to learn it ourselves. Right. And, but with, with, you know, we come in a different tribe. We we come in a tribe and that tribe has its beliefs that beliefs. Some of those beliefs are passed down through generations, ancestors, right? Some of those are changed completely in a generation because they were done with one belief and they wanted to learn a different one. And so we know that we've seen these blended knowledge families, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just been very, very interesting in these times. And I'm being, we're all in this very strange time with all these many different cultures to happen, to open up to the fact that every culture and every friend I've talked to around the globe says that this time is a great time of a huge expansion and awakening in our consciousness, okay? And, and with that, we should be celebrating. We he- we're here. We signed up for the party, the world's biggest party. So why would we doubt our intuition? Why would we doubt that if it's source energy, higher self, universe, purple spaghetti mon- monkey, Jesus Christ, a higher realm in the frequency of love and joy. Mm -hmm. Because love and joy and bliss are a frequency, right? We can feel it in our body. Any of the lower vibrational frequencies, I mean, anger, greed, jealousy, all those lower frequencies, we don't belong there. But it's a scale of energy, right? Just like the musical notes. 
we can raise our frequency to a higher level with music, right? Sure. We can, you know, for those about to rock it, crank it. You know, there's been a lot of research done with ACDC's music scientifically, right? And they're learning that their beautiful medicine of music, the song Thunderstruck is said to flip cancer cells along with many, many, many different scientific things that they're learning about ACDC's music along with many, many musicians. Same as old wow. Hank, right? Hank takes you to, down into the depths of the human experience, right? There's a tear in my beer. It's like a song for the most wonderful empath psychics in the world. But a lot of people don't know one of Hank's other songs, and that's why he's another me. And that's why I had to deliver this to his daughter and, and family, is Hank was a medium. He talked to the spirit world. And he's got, you could go find it on YouTube. Um, he's got a song, The Lonely Tombstones. Because he used to walk the lonely tombstones, and every one of them had a story, right? Hmm. And that's my life. We all have a story and the spirit world, you know, sometimes if they're stuck in this dimension, like, you know, in haunts, they want their story told. Sure. There's also impression, um, vibrational imprints in, 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 in land in these spaces. And we call those residual haunts, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've heard that on the shows. It's just like the universe, there's a little portal there that the universe collects all knowledge there right? So you can plug in like, oh my God, something happened in the past and I just heard it now. Glitches in the matrix. So you've heard it, right? So, but, but with that, this is the greatest time of the year, although it can be scary for many, right? To know that you're listening to your own head, even Halloween, you know, the, the wonderful, you know, I, I know in the South, a lot of people don't get into Halloween. They don't like to, you know, but it, it was an ancient tradition of knowing that the veils were thin so they dress up as the goblins to fool the goblins so they just go away sure and that was and i think that's really important it's just like fool fool the gremlins yeah they're out but if 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 you go in your own mind and what the ho-chunk have taught us is like yep the gremlins are out or they call them water spirits they have a oral history story that says that the Thunderbirds and the water spirits are at battle. You know, the higher realms, the lower realms, heaven, hell are at battle. And when that is, and you're the light and the water spirits come out, you better believe your thoughts are in the higher realms. If you ever start getting into those lower frequencies of I'm not good enough, he's the asshole, blah, 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 blah. And you get out of the, out of balance of of realizing they're just another you, they're having a human experience too. You don't have to hang with them, right? But when you can get into those higher frequencies, things are gonna start becoming magical again. So we're, we're coming into a new moon here very, very soon. Things will shift by design and things will change. And we will, we're, we're kind of a hung jury right now, not only in our election, right? Sure. But planetarily with these energies right now, right? We've already heard the whole world's watching, you know, the yeah, whole world's watching the movie. It's mm. interesting. Two, two things for you, two final things uh, to, to, to close this out. I've got to go pick up my, my daughter from school here. In oh, a minute, but I want to ask, I want to ask fun. you two, two more questions. One, um, 
where does where do you think technology hinders or helps as far as getting in touch with the the, the spirit world and and does do you think the average person does it turn their frequency down or away dull them or to, or could it possibly um, enlighten it in some way one and then two because you've brought her up a couple times I want to know because so many people don't have this kind of relationship what's it like working with your sister oh wow that it was like that and then what's it like working with my sister my sister and i take team although mm -hmm. we receive the knowledge from a different filter or a different lens our own experience and i am a little bit more clairvoyant i'm sure you've heard that term mm -hmm. in the fact i visually see a lot right so that gives me an advantage for so many people right because they think it's you know there are so many different um and this is a whole nother show in itself but my sister just has a knowing that's how she receives things okay. and because i see things she was able to validate what she already knew okay so when we started doing this you know almost 25 years ago plugging in tapping in tuning tuning in she would scribe what i was receiving from the spirit world because i'd see them and hear them right and then it started happening where she realizes realized she was getting a knowing that she had these gifts too and that's what i tell everybody just because i'm clairvoyant i pick the doubting thomas you know i always call it the doubting thomas the doubting thomas for the mystics i have to see seeing is believing with me it's okay. like if i can't see it you know houdini has a quote you know what the eyes see and the ears hear the mind believes and 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 that's just it you know how much of that but i had to see seeing is believing right so when i'd see through these veils as a young child i'd have to say hey everybody do you see that and they you you know because they knew me they'd use their gifts of discernment and go yeah i don't know what that is and i do that with everybody now but um it, it's one of those things that you have your own unique gifts and i i i've witnessed them here today right i've, I've recognized them in you uh you'll have oh. to get a session with me <laughs> um but but you're another me in the fact of you're you've got this you're getting this you're getting this good knowledge and and medicine to the people um to help them in their awakening because we have a lot of beliefs on this planet of things being good or bad right don't we mm -hmm. oh yeah that's good that's bad to you this best is great to me you know um so i, I think we're all really shaking and shifting and balancing out our belief systems and quit you know shame and shame and blame you know it is, is kind of a lower denser denser frequency that we're really realizing i think we're evolving as a consciousness right here in america to not feel like you know we did so many things so wrong we just have karma coming and and i, I know a lot of astrologers are like oh karma's coming to america we're due right and i don't think that's it as much as we're growing up our 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 country the collective melting pot the rest of the world's watching because this is the land of milk and honey sure you know we we are being observed can they play nice can and i nice? i believe in america we are very strong and we have a lot of protectors and on this veterans day salute um i think we're going to be just fine yeah i think so too. better I think, than fine. i think better I think than ever be I think we're going to be better than fine. I think we are, we're in a very unique position to right. uh, an opportunity to do one of two things, right? Embrace people right. around us and really 
show love, care, and compassion and understand you can agree to disagree and at the same right. time still show more than respect and actually show care and compassion and empathy. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I think we're learning that. You know, I, I think that people are, if the one thing this pandemic has taught us is that, hey, you need to know your neighbor. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you're, you're, you're so- Even though you haven't seen them since March. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. You need to know your neighbor. You need to be able to reach out and say, who needs help? Yep. And, and what, can, what can we do? And, you know, we're all, we're all growing it and, and learning from those things. And uh, I would say continually as um, in small groups getting better. As big groups, um, I think it's skewed like anything. Uh, I think social media and the media in general, they understand what moves the button for people currently. And it's fear yeah. and tension. Triggers. And it's, it's triggers. Yeah. You know, and I think that the pushback from wanting to be enlightened and wanting to engage with people and wanting to understand and see things differently and try to understand what happened in the past, that terrifies them because what are you doing then? Right? You're being yourself and you're you're embracing uh, the people around you and you're showing love, care, and compassion in a, in a different way that's not fear control, that's not drama driven and and those those aspects are are very powerful they're very very powerful we might have lost her again folks tamara's phone well if we lost her i will shoot her an email i know that um tamara if you're listening to the end of this and i'll shoot you an email on this you are always welcome to uh to come on this podcast uh it was a very very fun conversation thank you so much you know, uh, even on your day off, it sounds like it looks like the spiritual world is uh, is tapping in and, and wanting some insights and information from you. So that is all good. Uh, thank you so much for your time and everything that you've done and keep doing. We will have you on again. Hopefully, maybe you and your sister can come on next time. We'll see what we can do with that. But thank you very much, folks. Now it's your time to break forth the rhythm and the rhyme and to have some fun and to uh, listen to my daughter sing about the first time she took a shit by herself. So there you have it. Love you guys. Be good. Say hi to your neighbors. Tip your wait staff. Wave. Don't flip off. And maybe smile a little extra. Bye-bye.